Hello and welcome. Hello. Hello. And welcome to the Brothers Ramble podcast. I am one of the brothers, and my name is Andy. I'm the other brother. My name is Troy. And we are going to ramble. Now, before we get into the main ramble, I have a pre-ramble here for you. Okay. Now, how familiar are you, and I know the answer to this. <laughs> That's your favorite thing, isn't it? Yeah. I have a question that I already know the answer to, <laughs> but I'm doing it for those who are listening. Sure. Um, how familiar are you, say, with serial killers and murderers? Pretty familiar. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I would say that you and I have a relatively unhealthy knowledge yeah. of things <laughs> down that route. We should probably do an episode on that. Sure. I mean, I think we both have... Like I said, an, an unhealthy amount of... <laughs> Morbid curiosity? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen things. You've seen things. Oh, yes. And those things are disturbing things. Yeah. And that's but, why I'm very desensitized today. Yeah. I mean, I could watch... I don't I don't choose to watch like horror films, things like that. Yeah. But I can guarantee you I'd watch it and be unfazed oh, by yeah. most of what is happening. Oh, yeah. Because I've seen reality. Yeah. And reality is far, far worse than mm-hmm. what Hollywood can produce. Yeah, I remember I was up late once. I was watching a, a, a special on Dahmer. Yeah. It was like 2 in the morning, and after it was done, I just went to bed, and I was perfectly fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's gross. There's some things that are gross. Um, the reason I bring this up, are you familiar with killers out of the 90s, per se? Um, who comes to mind if you think killers in the nineties? Well, I mean, I mean, think about Dahmer. I mean, he was caught in the nineties. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to think when was Eileen Warnos active? Was that nineties? Could have been. Or is that eighties? The, uh, male murdering monster as it were. Yeah. Yeah. I can't think of any off the top of my head. Um, I'm thinking of the Menendez brothers. Oh, sure. Sure. The Menendez brothers who killed their parents. Mm -hmm. The Beverly Hills killers. Yes. The rich kid killers. I bring this up because what I wasn't aware of is that I have their picture. Yeah. On on a baseball, basketball card. Basketball card. Yes. I had no idea until recently. 1990, the year 1990, when it happened. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, there's a basketball card of a former player who later became an announcer named Mark Jackson. Mm-hmm. Mark Jackson played for the Knicks, among others. But in 1990, 1990 NBA hoops card, <laughs> which I have a lot of, by the way, and I wish I could have found it. It's in a box. It's probably up here mm-hmm. in my attic in the shed. Um, but I have this card, and in the background of Mark Jackson's 1990 hoops basketball card, are the Menendez brothers. Yes. And so what is disturbing is that at this point, they have either planned what they were going to do, had done it, or were close to doing it because it was 1990 when this went down. I believe they had already done it. Okay. Yeah. And so there they are. There they are. (laughs) In the background of that card. Mm -hmm. Right back here. Yep. And I have this basketball card. And for some reason, I had no idea up until recently that, that this, yeah, that I had this. And that being in my house is more freaky <laughs> to me 
than anything I could watch yeah, on TV sure. right now. The fact that I have a, a legitimate photograph of killers here in the house yeah. is weird to me. It'd be like those poor kids at Columbine, like looking back at their class, that class photo where they're yeah. up in the corner. You know, it, it although it, it doesn't affect me that way, but having that in the house is just, it's weird. It is weird to me, you know, so I just found that odd. And so I start thinking, and, and I think we mentioned this before, like when you're out delivering, was there somebody that you came across that, you know, had a corpse rotting in their, in their house? Was, was there somebody that we got a picture of, um, like at Disneyland right? that later went home and just murdered their family right or something like that it's very possible and so i I went down an unhealthy rabbit hole (laughs) as i tend to do Mm -hmm. of uh you know the last images before tragedy kind of thing sure and there was this image of of this lady who was just sadly looking off the side of a bridge and somebody had taken a picture of you know who they were with and this lady was looking off and right after the picture was taken she threw herself off the side of the bridge and you can see it in her face. She's just depressed and sad. And if somebody would have just said, are you all right? Yeah. Is it, you know, that could have prevented it. And so I'm thinking, who did we get in the background of all these pictures? Like our Man Friend Brent episode where we just had picture after picture of all these things. Yeah. You'd have to think at one point in the background, there was somebody or something that happened shortly after that. You'd think. And You'd so think. It's, it's disturbing to think of. But, uh, you know, you, you look back through your pictures on your phone of, you know, your family there at Disneyland or whatever. It's like, but who is in the background? Mm-hmm. And you may never know. But, you know, it's, and, and again, the only thing I have is that Menendez brother's picture in a basketball yeah. card. Yeah. But still, you're thinking, you, you never know. Yeah. And it's disturbing. It disturbed me. Um, of all the cards you have, that one might be worth a little bit. Have you looked that up? I have, and actually on eBay right now, unless it's going to somebody like, and I say this with all the affinity in the world, one of the death hags, because that's an actual phrase, Mm -hmm. people that, you know, really like the whole death kind of thing. Um, It's It's not really. No, no. it's like three, four bucks. It's more of an oddity than it is a collectible. But uh, yeah, and just the fact... And this is what makes me think that it didn't happen right then in that card, is that most cards or the pictures in the cards are taken the year before. Mm. And so it's taken like 89, and then it's brought out in 90. And so I think that's how it all went down. Didn't? But uh, No, they killed their parents in 89. Was it 89? It was 89. Because right after they did, in order to set up an alibi, they went and watched uh, Batman. Okay. Or tried. Yeah, tried so, to get into Okay, Batman. so it would have been 89. Yeah. So there you go. And that card came out in 90. Yeah. And so that was well before. But you have to think, plans were in motion. Yeah. You know, because oh, yeah. that kind of thing normally doesn't happen on a whim. No. You know, there's planning involved. You know, yeah. Alibis and getting stuff together. And anyway. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Speaking of basketball, that's a good segue into what I want to talk about. Because recently... Here in the great state of Utah, Mm -hmm. the NBA All-Star Game just came through town. Yes, it did. And I didn't know that the All-Star Game, instead of being called East and West, they have specific captains. Do they? 
And so instead of calling it East and West, it was Team LeBron and Team Giannis. (laughs) So I had no idea. Let's just inflate LeBron's ego even more. Oh, my gosh. I could... Yeah, I know. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) You can't call your... It's just, it's just this. You can't call yourself the greatest of all time, regardless of whatever record you hold, unless you have the championships to back it up. Yes, that's what I would say. And he just doesn't. He he pales. Yeah. Sorry. He pales into what Michael did. He pales in what Kareem did. He pales into, you know, even though he now holds the all-time scoring record, it's because he's a ball hog. Yeah. I mean, you give him the ball enough times, yeah, he's going to make a lot of points. Yeah. But he's still... A member of one of the most bottom-feeding teams in the NBA right now. Mm-hmm. And so, sorry, he's not going to be a champion. Call him whatever you want. Wins equate greatness. Being able to carry your team equates to greatness. And he can't do it. Nope. He's a team jumper. He's a ring chaser. He's a flopper. He's a crybaby. That's the facts. Just look at what happened when he rolled his little ankle. Mm-hmm. He basically came to tears. Look what happened when he missed that shot or he tried to give it and that person missed he dropped to the floor and threw a tantrum like he was a five-year-old. Mm-hmm. He's just, he's the biggest man baby in the NBA. And if you continue to call him great, you are flawed, <laughs> you are wrong, and I will debate you till I die. But according to that Lifewater commercial, he's more than basketball. Is that what it is? That's, yeah. what, that, that's what he said. Mm-hmm. He says a lot of things yeah. for sure. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Anyway, that's not what we're talking about. What I want to talk about is as what tends to happen when people that don't live here come through here yeah. in Utah. They tend to think that Utah has nothing. That Utah is a horrible, boring, <clears throat> backward state. And that why anyone lives in this basically third world country of the Americas for some reason. Yeah. So backwards. We haven't evolved out of the pioneer status. It's like... Well, here's the thing. (laughs) That's not exactly true. And that's what I want to talk about. What it is or what it means or what it has meant living in Utah. Okay. And so that's where I want to go. Okay. Um, Now, we and our family have been in Utah for a long, long time. Long time. And so you may call us biased. I don't know. But um, our roots go deep into this state. Very much so. I mean, if you look at our family history, it basically goes England, Utah. Yep. (laughs) That's it. There's hardly anything in between. You can follow like maybe our grandma's line a little bit back into the, you know, Netherlands and Denmark area. Yeah. But um, as far as like the straight wood line and and our mom's line, it's England, Utah. Utah. That's it. (laughs) So. Yep. Now, Utah itself. Became a state when? Do you remember? It's in like 1840, 90, 70. <laughs> it was in the 1890s. Yeah. Now, it was it was developed, and they first entered the state in 1847, which is why we celebrate the uh, days of 47. That's right. Of, it's when the pioneers first came. But we were the 45th state, and it was in the 1890s. What I find funny about that is when were our grandparents born? 1920s. So it was less less than 30 or 40 years. Holy cow. <laughs> before our grandparents were born, 
that Utah was an actual state. I didn't even think about that. I know. I didn't think about that until recently. (laughs) It's like they were born and they only had 45 states. Yeah. Out of what would later become 50. There were still five states that didn't exist when our grandparents were born. And Utah being one of them. (laughs) So that... So, yeah, when our great-grandparents were alive, Utah wasn't a state. wasn't a state. They were alive when it became a state. When it became a state. When they were a process of achieving statehood. Yeah. That's weird. Wow. That is so weird. That is really weird. And so the state was developed as what? It was a refuge, basically, for the Mormon and LDS pioneers to escape religious persecution. Yes. Correct. That's why, that's what it was. Correct. And so once they came here, it became a Mormon state. Yes. Because it was developed by them. It was, you know, they were the ones that developed the cities. They founded the cities. They, you know, expanded into the territories. That's what it was. Right. And so when the first thing people are going to say is, well, there are so many LDS and Mormon people. It's like, well, it is the worldwide headquarters for that religion. It is the hub. That would be like going over to Rome or the Vatican City and saying, why are there so many Catholics here? Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Why can't they be more diversified? Yeah. yeah. It's like, well, going to Israel and be like, there are a lot of Jewish people here. Why are there so many Jewish people <laughs> in Jerusalem? I don't get it. It's like, well, <laughs> there's your reasoning yeah. right there. Man, there are so many Hindus in India. I just don't understand this. Yeah. Why are there so many Muslims over here in the mid in the Mideast? You know, so, so yeah, you're, you're going to find that. But if you want to look at the numbers, the percentage of active LDS members in Utah, I believe, is less than 50% nowadays. The majority of the LDS faith, the Mormon church, is really outside of the U.S. Yes. Has been a for whole, a while. For a long time. Yeah. And so that's my thing that, that I tend to go off on is like, my first question is, what exactly are you looking for when you come here that you're so depressed by that you can't find? A nightlife. A nightlife. Okay. Yeah. So Utah does have bars. Utah has clubs. Correct. Do they shut down early? Yeah, probably. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't really looked into it because it's not my thing. Sure. But if you want to get a drink, you can. Now, is it as strong as other alcohol? No. No. But you're also going to find that in Arizona. You're going to find that in New Mexico, various areas in New Mexico. You're going to find that in Idaho. Mm -hmm. You're going to find that up into Washington and Oregon. You know, you're going to find that in a lot of places out here in the West until you get to like Nevada and California, obviously. Yeah. But that that's just that's the way it is. And so I'd say if you're coming to Utah to to find a prostitute and a drug deal you're probably not going to come across that too easily go to the next state over go to nevada for that (laughs) that's right and so yeah you're not going to find that but if you're just looking to go to a bar to get a drink then you can go you know you just but if 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 all you're seeing when you come into utah is temple square then you're not looking to the left right you're not looking to the right you're not looking other than that and that's what you're seeing um, cause Salt Lake is actually a very, one of the more liberal towns in the state, ironically it enough. It is. Yeah. And so, you know, you just to judge it by how it used to be. Yes. 
you know, because it's, I mean, to as a whole, even though Salt Lake is more liberal, as a whole, Utah is a very conservative state. Yes. They will vote red, as it were. Mm-hmm. I mean, even after the whole Biden election, I remember driving downtown and there were still people with Make America Great Again. Oh, yeah. The whole Trumpers were driving yeah, around yeah. with giant flags and it's like, yeah, well, there you go. Yeah. You know, so it is very conservative. But yes. at the same time, you can get whatever you want once you get here. Sure. Just got to know where to look. You just got to know where to look. And so... I would even... The other thing is, I mean, if you look at a state like where a lot of these people are coming from, let's say like New York or California, that whole state is centered around big cities. It's centered around city life. It's centered around, you know, busy, 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 busy. Whereas here... We're in the middle of the freaking desert. Right. Our whole thing is outdoors, going skiing, going camping, going on the river. That's our big industry here. It is. So, no, we don't really have a nightlife because our day life is a lot more active. Yes. Because, I mean, you, you look at the nickname of the state, right? It's the Beehive State. Yeah. And they call it that because of exactly like you were saying, the the... The culture we live in, how we work, where, you know, the stuff we develop, it's all this beehive of activity during the day. Yes. That's that's what it is. Yeah. You know, and so, yeah, we, we don't have that nightlife because we're tired mm-hmm. and we're asleep. Yeah. In the night. <laughs> New York is a city that never sleeps. Utah is a state that's asleep by nine. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, New York, I mean, if you look at the difference, you have people in New York that will go into the office in the day. Mm-hmm. But a lot of what they do is at night. Yes. So, yes, everything is open. There's an entirely separate lifestyle out there. Yeah. That just doesn't exist here. And I would say it doesn't exist, you know, outside of New York. Right. Or L.A. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, once you start getting into the middle there, you're just not going to find it. Mm-mm. And and <laughs> And as somebody who really hasn't looked into it or cared for it all that much... I would say, who cares? Yeah. Who cares? I mean, I, I've dabbled a little bit onto the, the club side of things, mm-hmm. and I hated it. It's loud, it's irritating, it smells, and it's obnoxious. And so I can't, yeah. I can't see myself being that kind of person. Now, maybe that's, you know, that, that's what I can say is that I'm coming from that side of things it's just that i don't enjoy it yeah now there are people that do but they don't live here Mm -hmm. and so you have to accept that when you come here yeah i mean sorry i mean when they came here for the nba thing it wasn't to live here it wasn't to party here you're here to do a game and then you leave Mm -hmm. and so just to judge it by what you see outside of the delta center you know, you're you're missing ninety percent of the yes. state. Yes. I mean, if you look at Utah as a whole, in in the fifty states of the U.S., as far as size goes, we are the thirteenth largest. We're big, yeah. And so, but a lot of it, a lot of it is just barren land, mm-hmm. farmland, desert land, salt flats, you know, arches, parks, national parks. That's what you come to Utah for. Mountains. And that's where you find enjoyment. Yeah. But you have to be of a certain mindset to enjoy that. Sure. When you come here. If you're not an outdoorsy person, per se, you're probably not going to find a whole lot to do here. (laughs) Yeah. 
You know, I think you you and I can both say that. I mean, there are people that come here to ski and they love it. Yeah. I hate the snow. Same. Hate it. Mm -hmm. And so I even mentioned this at work the other day. It's like 44 years later, why am I still here if I hate it so much? Right. (laughs) You know, it's not that I hate the state, but I hate the snow. Yeah. It's like, well, Utah is a snow state. Yes. So, (laughs) like, well, I don't know. I guess I could move down to St. George. Too lazy to move? I don't want to move to St. George either. No, that's where all the old people are. That's right. People go to, you know, it's where the, who, let's see. You think, you think Salt Lake is boring? Oh, man. Go to St. George. Looking back, okay, so there's an old comedian that we talked about not too long ago, Rich Little. Yeah. And he was talking about Wendover and Mm St. George. Mm -hmm. And I remember his joke. He said, that's where the buffalo go to die. (laughs) You know, <laughs> so he's not wrong. No, he's I mean, not he's wrong. Just, <laughs> there, there is nothing there. You know, you, you just go there to die yeah. down in St. Yeah. Or to Tuacon Amphitheater. Die amongst the red rocks. And that's it. So, but anyway, um, so let, let, let's talk about this. What okay. have, because I want to focus on positive first here. All right. What have you enjoyed or what do you enjoy about living here? Now, both of us, I mean, although it was religious-based, we've lived outside of the state. Yes. So we're not entirely, you know, tunnel vision. As we've to, seen the outside world. We've seen the outside yes. world. And, and both of us haven't lived, you know, a, the strict, you know, LDS, you know, don't no. do this, don't do this no. life. We, <laughs> no. we've, we've done things and experienced things yes. that, you know, to be fair, have actually shocked other people, yeah. if, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, anyway. Um, I mean, just going back to uh, what you were just saying, after spending two years in the deep south in in Mississippi, right. coming back and seeing these mountains out here was amazing. It's like I'd never seen mountains before. I can attest to it that. It was too. so cool. Yeah. Because it was just it's flat pretty much everywhere else. Yes. And so I think that's really cool. I think it's it's cool that where we live you can just drive a couple minutes and go hiking or you can drive a couple minutes and you know go tubing down a river or yeah. go for a hike in in a forest or you know I think that's really cool. Even yeah. though I'm not an outdoorsy person, it's still kind of cool. Yeah. Um, I also like, even though our hatred for snow, <laughs> yeah. I like the changing seasons. Yes. Um, I wouldn't want to live really, I mean, it'd be nice, but I wouldn't want to live in California where it was just the coldest it gets is like 50. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's it's just kind of nice to have those those changes, and you know, when when fall comes around and you see the leaves changing, drive up the canyon and see all the different colors, and and that's I think that's really cool. It really is, and, and I can attest to what you're saying about the mountains because <laughs> being over there in Missouri mm-hmm. and uh, Illinois, it is like you said, it is very flat, flat, and and. You know, I talked to people out there and said, oh, no, we have mountains. And I'm like, you do? <laughs> yeah. Where? Yeah. yeah. 
And so they drive you to one specific mound of dirt and point at it and say, there it is. It's like a hill. It's like you have a mountain, and that's what you're calling this? No, like, this oh, yeah, we go hiking up this. It's like. This is a mound. It's not a mountain. It's a mound. This is dirt. Yeah. This is dirt. We can get this when we, like, clear out space to build a building. Yeah. That's what this is. And so. But yeah, I, I, I agree with you. It's like, it is, once you've been away from it, mm-hmm. to see it from, you know, new eyes, basically, is amazing to look at. Yeah. Because you, you really take it for granted unless you've been away yeah. from it, how big they actually mm-hmm. are. Because for, for those of you listening who don't know, we live right here in the shadow of the Rocky Mountains. Yes. We are right here. Yep. And and that was a very Utah thing for me to say. It mountains. really was mountains, 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 not mountains, mountains. Um, but yeah, just especially in the fall, it is something to behold. Yeah, I mean, right now it's covered in snow and it's it's white and gross. But uh, in the fall, when you look out to the mountains and you see the reds and the yellows and the oranges, oh my gosh! Yeah, I mean. People, I'd say back east, like in the main area, can attest to what a beautiful fall will oh, look sure. like. Yeah. But even out there, you know, you see it through the trees and the flatlands. To see it up a canyon is an entirely different experience yeah. for me. I mean, where, where our mom lives, I mean, the mountains are right out the window. Yes. They are right there. Yes. Me and my friend, when, when he stayed overnight, we'd have sleepovers and whatnot. And we roam the neighborhood at night. Sure. Because As you do. It was a safe thing to do back then. Yep. We'd end up in the foothills, mm-hmm. which isn't any more than a 10-minute walk. Yeah. And that's walking just slowly. Yeah. You know, up the hill and you're there in the foothills. Yep. Now, you'll, you'll find weird things in the foothills. <laughs> I remember, <laughs> segue really quick. I remember we were up there and we found... A decaying goat carcass mm. in like a bonfire area. And so the only thing we could gather from what we are seeing is like some sort of satanic ritual sure. where they sacrificed a goat because <laughs> that's what it looked like. <laughs> yeah. And it was one of the weirdest and coolest things we'd ever seen up in the mountains. But <laughs> I lost my tailspin thermos up in the mountains. Oh, sad day. It was sad. <laughs> I had, had the lunchbox all these years without the tailspin thermos because I lost it up the mountains hiking with you and Blake, by oh, the way. Dang it. And I dropped it, and I was too shy to say anything. <laughs> I have my Thundercats thermos, but I think I misplaced the lunchbox itself. I think it's still at Mom's. Because I have the thermos. It's in, yeah. it's in my cupboard right now. <laughs> but, yeah, for me, I, I, I agree with you. And, and one of the things I really enjoyed about living here all this time is I don't really have to concern myself with say, you know, deep political situations. Mm. It's pretty much outside of where we are. Right. Um, although there, there, there is politics that goes on here. It's sure. not to the extent where a presidential candidate will make a stop here to try no. to swing the state. We're not a swing state. No, not at all. I mean, they can. you can pretty much guarantee it's going red. We haven't know. voted Democrat since FDR. There you go. And so, <laughs> yeah, so anytime it gets heated and, and the political debates and, 
and there's riots and there's you know protests, yeah, yeah. you're really not going to see it here. No, and and I can appreciate that. Um, another thing that I take comfort in is it's although we have an air force base here, it's not necessarily a military target. No, <laughs> and so when you know when there's talks of like you know forthcoming you know like chinese weather balloons or mm-hmm. things like you know spying you know you can pretty much guarantee it's not coming here and so you take comfort in that it's like well if there's mm. a, if they're going to bomb it's not going to yeah. necessarily be here um but. just kind of kind of adding on to that a little bit uh i we really don't have to worry too much about giant natural disasters here right um even though we've had a couple we have we've had a tornado or two we've had earthquakes earthquakes are a big thing here but other than that we really don't have to worry about crazy weather or anything no. like that monsoons typhoons yeah. um, tsunamis that yeah. kind of stuff hurricanes it's hurricanes it yeah. doesn't have and and the tornadoes are so rare yes and so weird yeah. when they do happen yeah it's it's shocking. We don't have the sirens to prepare. No, we don't have the cellars to you know get down into because that's how infrequent, yeah. if ever, it's going to happen. Um, they've always said. Now we live on quote unquote a fault line, the Wasatch fault line, mm-hmm. and so they're always saying, "Oh, there's going to be a big one. The big one's oh, coming. There, there's going to be a big one." And and we live right on the fault line. Been hearing that for forty years. And not only that, they they. Push that narrative so much that we had a, we had a uh, a little convenience store, right near our elementary that was called mm. Fault Line mm-hmm. for a long time. A long time. The, the Fault Line. Yep. Go up to the Fault Line. But uh, yeah, I think the strongest earthquake we've had in recent memory was not more than what four years ago now, three yeah. or four years ago, and uh, even then it was. Let's see. What did it measure at? A five something? Something like that. Six something. I don't remember. So it wasn't huge, and it was it was pretty much um, centered out there in Magna. Yeah. And so we really didn't feel it a whole lot. It shook a couple things off the piano, but that's about it. And and we were all standing upstairs, and we were just kind of shaking along with the house. Yeah. But that was it, and then yeah. it was done. You know, it had a couple aftershocks, and but there was no real damage. Um. Um, other thing I like is being, being an introvert. Yes. There's, there's not like, I like, there's not huge cities here. Right. Like, obviously we have the capital city, Salt Lake and, you know, a couple other cities here and there, but it's nothing huge. No. Like we don't have skyscrapers. We don't have, you know, shoulder to shoulder people walking down the street in taxi cabs and just stress. We don't have that here. We don't have an underground train system. Mm Mm-mm. We barely have an above ground train system. <laughs> yeah. Barely. Barely. And that's just to get you to the airport and back yeah. is really all it is. And we have one to where we can go from um It was weird for a sec. It was weird. <laughs> Maybe that was one of those earthquakes. Maybe we it was. <laughs> um you can go north to south, you know, from Salt Lake up into Ogden. Yeah. If you want to jump on the front runner. Yeah. But uh and that's it. You have a couple trains downtown. That are glorified trolleys. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's the kind of thing you'd see Mr. Rogers bring in on his, mm-hmm. you know, and that's really all it is. Yeah. That's the extent of it. Gets you up to the university and it gets you downtown. Yep. And that's all it is. Um, 
Other thing is, we have a lot of history here. There's a lot of history in this state. There is. I mean, like, going back to the Old West, going back to the Mormon pioneers, going back to prehistoric times, to the dinosaurs. We have one of the biggest dinosaur, like, weird to say, population here in Utah. Yeah. And that's really cool to see. Yeah. It's huge. And um, I just forgot what I was going to say. I've I've just lost my train. (laughs) (laughs) Like even even in our hometown, even in Ogden, on Twenty Fifth Street, has a ton of history. Yes. Like look up the history of Twenty Fifth Street in Ogden, Utah. I mean, gangsters, Old West saloons, um, uh, prostitutes. I mean, it was it was a rough town. It was (laughs) for a while. Was back in the day. And and you look at uh, like Promontory Point where they brought the East and West Railroads together yes. and connected here in Utah to yep. where it was the first you know transcontinental railroad. Yep. And yeah, it's just it is rich with a lot of history. Now, do you know this is something I didn't know. This is probably one of those old wives' tales harkening back to our old our old pod, our last podcast. Um, where the name Utah comes from? I just assumed it was the Utes. That's what I thought. Native Americans. Come to find out, the Ute Indians don't have a word for that. Really? They don't call themselves that. Oh, that makes sense. It's actually called something else. They were called the Utes from the Navajo tribe and something else. But um, where we really get that name is the Spanish would pronounce it Utah. That Mm. was the name that they gave this Indian tribe. And so that's really where we got that name was from the Spanish word for that Indian tribe. Hmm. And so it was the Ute Indians that they came to be called, but they didn't call themselves that. That was actually something that other people called them. Right. And so That makes sense. Yeah. And so we really derived it from not only what the Navajo were calling it. I'm not even going to attempt to. I saw how it was spelled. I'm not going to attempt to pronounce <laughs> that. But the Spanish was Utah. Y-U-T-A. Utah. And so I think a lot of the English speakers heard that and took that and just started calling it Utah. Utah. Did you, you say, say Utah? Did you say Utah? What's Utah? You mean Utah? <laughs> so, <laughs> but that's something I didn't I didn't realize. But um, now here's the thing. Have have you looked at all into our Native American population? Even though the name comes from that, how deep that actually goes in this state? Mm, not a whole lot because I have um, no idea. I'm sad to say, and 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 this might this might be another perpetuated tale. But the only place I know of is when we used to go up to the family reunion up north, mm-hmm. and we'd pass that school, mm. and they'd say that is specifically a Native American school, right? And that's all I'd ever heard. Right. I don't know. Of any reservations, I don't know of any continuing tribal activity out here. I think I passed one or two last time I went up to Vernal. Did I you? think there's a couple up that way. I stopped at a gas station. I think was owned exclusively by Native Americans. I and think now that I say that, hearkening back again to our naughty episode, to where one of those ladies I was with took me to an actual Native American. That's right powwow out there where you worried you're going to get murdered that's right <laughs> still might huh? she might be on the hunt she was pretty obsessive i don't know 
<laughs> but uh, another cool thing is that a lot of movie directors will look at Utah for locations. Yes. There yep. are so many movies that have been filmed out here, not the least of which Pirates of the Caribbean, Davy Jones' locker is no more than two hours that direction. Mm -hmm. And you can walk right on to where Davy Jones' locker mm -hmm. was, where Jack Sparrow and the Black Pearl out there in that white, salty, flat area. It's just right out there. Yep. I mean, that's where, what, right there on the salt flats. Back to the Future 3. Back to the Filmed future. here. Yeah. Um, Dumb and Dumber filmed here. Which I had no idea of. Me neither. Until like five years ago. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I saw a video of it, somebody doing filming locations. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's all right downtown. Yeah. The, the, the big final scene, or close to the final scene, where they show up in those stupid-looking tuxedos, right there downtown. It's Union Station. There you go. Yeah. Right where the depot is now. Yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> when he went into the the 7-Eleven, said Slurpees, huh? That's in Ogden. That's, that's in downtown Ogden. That's insane. And I had no idea until just like five years ago. Yeah. I mean, all I knew was that they filmed the, uh, the airport location. Yeah. There. That's all I knew. But I had no idea that the majority of the film, apart from actually being in Aspen, was here in Utah. Yeah. It didn't. It never clicked. No. Because it's like, you stop to think about it, it's like, where are they traveling from to go to Aspen? Mm-hmm. Like, what, where is nearby <laughs> mm -hmm. that they could go to? It's right here in Utah. Yeah, you can go, you can go find the apartment place that they lived That's at. Right, where all their pets' heads are falling uh -huh. off. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's all here. One of the uh, lesser known 80s films, um, the John Hughes style 80s films was filmed right up there in Ogden with Three O'Clock High. Yep. Which our brother was an extra in. <laughs> yes, yes. But he you was. can only see him in the widescreen version. It's our family's claim to fame. That's right. I've actually paused it and seen it and circled him and he's shown people. Yep. <laughs> it's the only time any of us have ever been in a film. That's right. And, uh, you know, some of our relatives will claim otherwise that they've done a lot. Mm. But mm -hmm. uh, we've yet to see <laughs> any yeah. proof of that. Yeah. <laughs> I was in this and this and this. Were you now? Were you? I was right there. I don't. Where? <laughs> where did you? Where now? Did you? <laughs> <laughs> I was right behind Richard Dreyfus. Yeah. Um, but we also, apart from you know um, the national parks and things like that, there are. It's a very family-oriented state. We'll just say that we yes. have the museums, we have the zoos, we have you know you know things for people to do. You have rush funplexes, you have trampoline parks, you have stuff to do. Sure, as long as you look to be able to do it. Um. So, on the opposite side of things, what is, for you, one of the drawbacks of living here? Or that you have, of all this time where you're like, oh, I wish they would just change that. Or I wish I didn't have to do this in this state. Because um, I personally can't think of a whole lot. Because I figure you can do anything really nowadays that you want. Yeah. There's not a whole lot that the state restricts you on, which is a perpetuated myth, by the way. There is really no control, I would say, that the LDS Church perpetuates into our government here in the state that prevents anything from happening, In my, from what I've seen. 
Um, do they have an influence? Probably just because a lot of people that are elected are probably members of the church. Yeah. Just because the population downtown. I haven't looked into it much. I can't really speak yet, yeah. yay or nay on that. But um, if if you are someone like me yes. that say wants to get into like voice acting or something like that or even the entertainment business at all, yeah, there's nothing here for that. No, there's nothing, and and that kind of sucks. Yeah, because <laughs> um. You know, I I would want to I want to do that, but in order in order to do that, I would have to move. Yes, I'd have to move to California. Yep, which is not something I'm willing to do at this time. Um, <laughs> it's not something I would ever want to do. Yeah, in all honesty. So that's kind of a bummer. Yeah. Um, then there's the snow, obviously. Yeah, and then there's <laughs> the snow. But you make do. You make do with that. So. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of some other things. Um, uh, I do wish, um, and this is coming from my own personal point of view, but I do wish the state was a bit more tolerant. Yeah. Um, with, with, with people and minorities and all that. Uh, do you feel it's affected you? personally or is it something that you've witnessed and then i mean it, it's stuff that i've witnessed yes yeah. but i mean has it like come at me personally no the reason i ask is um being being the father of four mixed race children yeah i often wonder what they're going to face as far as like living here that is a question i mean because Although this neighborhood specifically that I'm in right now is a very diversified and accepting um, group of people. Sure. Um, I know, and I'm not naive enough to think otherwise, that there are still those, you know, Molly Mormons, as it were, Mm -hmm. that will look down on anybody who's not what they consider. Yeah. Yeah. LDS caliber. Yeah. And so to have my kids who can act out and not only act out, but being of mixed race and, um, you know, uh, and here we are, you know, two white parents with them, you know, what, what what can I expect? You know, what, what am I expecting here? I think that's one of the drawbacks for me living here is that there are still those people, like you were saying that, they need to be a little more accepting of yes. diversity. Yes. And so I'm, I'm fortunate enough, like I said, that I haven't experienced that yet, but still my mm-hmm. kids aren't entirely, you know, into their teenage years yet. Yeah. And so, and so I think right now with them still being kids, I think people are a bit more accepting because yeah. oh, their kids are cute, blah, blah, blah. But when they turn into teenagers and become annoying loudmouths like all teenagers are oh yeah who knows what's gonna happen what they're gonna face yeah and so i i i can understand that i mean i i do wish for that as well because to an extent there might be one or two people that i've witnessed that kind of look down on my kids from time to time Mm -hmm. um and that bothers me and so 
Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. But uh, I don't know. Um, but other, other than that... You know what I wish? Mm. I wish we were a little bigger market for... Now, I know you and I were not gigantic sports fans. Yeah. But I wish we were a bigger market to bring bigger names sure. to the teams we do have. Yeah. Because um, in recent memory, our most successful sports people were the Jazz, the Utah Jazz, back in the Malone and Stockton era. Yes. Because that's when we really had the respect of the sports community as a whole. Yeah. Because they knew who they were. They knew that if they came to the Delta Center, it was going to be loud. Mm-hmm. They were going to have to face the dreaded pick and roll and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, but we never got like like the Jordan caliber players right, or anything like that because it's just not where they look. You know, it's and a, we don't have the money to bring them here. And that's it, too. Yeah. And so I wish that was different so we could have a bit more respect in that. And also, I wish we were a bigger market for concerts and performers. Mm, yeah. Because there are artists who will not come to this state. Yeah. For some of the very reasons we've talked about, they see it as, you know, the backwards, you know, no nightlife style thing. And, and if they're doing one or two shows here, they want to be able to go do something. And they're mm-hmm. just not going to find specifically what they're looking for. Yeah. Now, if you're out at like... <laughs> 8.30 or 9 in the evening. You know, Absolutely. Get to that bar before they close <laughs> at 10 or 11 or whatever it is. But uh, I, I, do, I do regret that because people like, I mean, looking way back, the Beatles and stuff like that, they never considered coming here. Oh, we were a flyover state. No. And, and it wasn't until oh, mid-2000s that Paul McCartney made his one and only appearance here yeah. and performed a concert here. Yeah. And I think it was only the one time he's done it to this point. Yeah. You know, because we finally had a stadium he felt comfortable performing in over there, Rio Tinto. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I wish that's something that I re- wish would change. Yeah. So, because I think the biggest, biggest artist I've ever seen, and if we t- we've talked about before, is like Bare Naked Ladies and, you know, but you're, you're not going to find the big, big names. No. That come through here. No. Unless you're Post Malone, then he's from here. It's true. He lives here. (laughs) Yeah. So if you're a giant Post Malone fan, come out here. Yeah, Post Malone lives here. Um, Ty Burrell lives here. That's right, he does. Uh, Gary Coleman did live here. He did. He did. Uh, The Osmonds live here. All of them. (laughs) Every single Osmond lives here. So if if you are an Osmond fan. (laughs) All five of you that are left. (laughs) That haven't died yet. Come check out, you know, the uh, history of the Osmonds. Yeah, they're all here. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I've I have a hard time thinking of anything necessarily negative that's impacted me because I live here. Um, because really, it's it's all been fairly positive for me. Yeah, you know, I yeah. met met my wife here. You know, we were, we're raising our kids here. I was born and raised here, went to school here. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the vacations I took were here, and I couldn't ask for anything more. Yeah. You know what I mean? It has never let me down. Yeah. It's not something I've never wished, you know, actually wished and looked into moving somewhere else. Yeah. 
because having been outside, even for you know a short period of time, looking at what else could be or how lifestyles could be, I'm happy where I am. Right. <laughs> right. Um, the other thing is, is I think is so funny, uh, and I laugh about it every year, is because we have the Sundance Film Festival here. Yes. Big film festival. Yes. One of the biggest. That is one of the claim to fame of Utah. Yeah. Um, and it is so funny seeing the pictures of the celebrities that come here because it looks like they're dressed to Summit Everest. <laughs> yes. It is so funny. That's hilarious. I mean, beanies, scarves, several coats, big winter boots and <laughs> pants and gloves and... <laughs> It is hilarious to look at. Oh yeah, they you'd think they're walking in in, you know, into the North Pole. Yeah. Downtown Anchorage, Alaska. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's Park City. It can get chilly sometimes, sure. but okay. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. And then you see like the locals next to them and they're just in like a long sleeve shirt and yeah. shorts. And You'll so see like... people in shorts. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It is so funny. It's funny to say it cuz the I saw a picture of one of the Olsons. Can't remember who it was. One of the Olsen twins. Yeah. Shortly before Heath Ledger died. Right. Because she was out here yeah. for Sundance. I think Emily got a picture with her. I think that's what I'm thinking about. Yeah. One of our yeah, our nieces were actually got a picture with her. And that was shortly before the announcement of Heath Ledger's death. Mm-hmm. But it, she was dressed just like you said. Mm-hmm. Just in the beanies and the sweaters and the scarves. It's like... <laughs> Oh my gosh, you're not going to get frostbite. Yeah, it's not the I mean, Arctic here. I mean, 50, 60, 65, 70. These are all very warm to us. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, to be, you know, living out in California, anything drops below 70 and sure. you think you're going to. But at the same time, they just had a snowstorm too. And yes, they did. Disneyland, which is the weirdest thing yeah. I could think of. That is so weird. I'm sure that state shut down. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, any of those coastal states will shut down if there's snow. Yeah. I mean, but let's say Oregon, for instance. They will shut down because, number one, they don't have snow removal. Number two, they're so near the coast, it's just going to freeze. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. for their own safety and not sliding everywhere, they'll they'll stay indoors. But Yeah. So, what is, what is the purpose? Perpetual Utah stereotype or myth that you hear all the time. That we all have more than one wife. That we all have more than one wife. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that one that one persists. Persists. Which shocks me to this day because the LDS community has not practiced polygamy since the late eighteen hundreds. Yes. And so And there are some splinter groups of the church that do still. Yes. And people kind of just lump them all together. Yeah. But okay. I was asked that dozens of times on the mission. Right. Like, how many wives do you have? Zero <laughs> at the moment. It's like, number one, 19 years old. Number two, yeah. that's not a thing. Yeah, we don't do that. No. And they say, well, guess you do. I'm like, who would know? That was always the funniest thing, that when people would tell me about the religion I was in. Yeah, tell you what you believe. Yeah. yeah. You need to look in your own history. It's like, I know the history. Okay. I get it. 
I've been taught the history my entire life. I, I live it, yeah. but I know for a fact that that does not go on anymore. <laughs> so if you continue to believe that, please stop because yeah. it's not a thing. No, it's not a thing anymore. Um, is there anything humorous that people say about Utah that you just find funny? Um, I mean, my thing is people insist that we live still that we live on Jello. Yeah, yeah, the Jello thing. I don't understand. That. I don't. I don't get it either. I, I mean, I, I guess it persists that you know the LDS when when they get together they they bring Jello, but even that it doesn't happen that often anymore. They don't. I don't think we've done that since we had plural wives. <laughs> I think they ended at the same time. I think that was an official church declaration. I think it was too. That yeah. they, they don't want Jello at any <laughs> activity anymore. I think you can find that in the scriptures somewhere. <laughs> Thou shalt not eat Jello. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a big one. That's a big one. Which again is weird. Yeah, to me. I don't remember last time I've had green Jello, and that's the thing. It's always green Jello. I don't remember the last time I've had that. I don't remember the last time I've had Jello, period. <laughs> Let alone green. Yeah, my uh, my kids will ask for Jello. Will they occasionally? But uh, it's rare. Apparently, I'm... there's always room for it. So <laughs> gross. I've I've never actually eaten Jello in my life. I don't think. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me because that is not a texture you would enjoy. No. Um. Uh, I'm trying to think some other ones. Um, I mean, just uh, that we're, we all basically live like Amish people. Yes. Um, or that we're all like cowboys out here or. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm, I'm blown away when people say we have an accent out here. Yeah. I granted I speak it, but even listening to other people, I don't hear it. Mm-hmm. I, I hear nothing. Apparently, because I'm looking up myths that persist in Utah, and apparently people think there's a monster in Bear Lake. Oh, the Bear Lake monster. Yeah, I've heard that. I've, I've heard that. never, like a Loch Ness type thing? Yeah. Well, for one, it's too shallow for anything seafaring. Especially to nowadays. <laughs> it's basically the size of a large bathtub at this point. <laughs> um. That there were whales in the Great Salt Lake was also a thing. Yeah, I've never heard point. that one. I did hear that now that I read this, like all through middle school, that there was supposedly like a whale. Really? In Salt Lake. I'm like, huh. well, probably not though. No. <laughs> I don't think, no no creature can live in that lake. No. Unless, unless you're a brine shrimp. Unless you're a brine shrimp or a mosquito or a spider, yeah. you're yeah. not living anywhere near the Salt Lake. <laughs> but again, that's about the size of a large pool nowadays yeah, too. Yes, so. yes. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, let's see. Uh, Montezuma's treasures in Kanab. Never heard that one. Now, our our older brother did go searching for treasure through Utah. I went with him once. Remember when he had that thing? Yeah. yeah. I panned for gold with him once. There you go. And so I can understand that those rumors might persist. And maybe there is gold in their hills. Who knows? I mean, this was an Old West state. Yeah. And so cowboys, you know, and whatnot may have had treasure here. But Montezuma <laughs> himself, I'm, I'm not sure. I don't think so. Um, hobbits live in Sugar House. 
Yes, there is actually, there is a place in Sugar House called, it's like called Hobbit Town. And they've actually developed it as like this little park with like little mini oh, okay. mini houses and things. I was there because I made out with a girl on a bridge. Of course you did. <laughs> um, oh, here's one that ties in Disneyland. Yes. Do you know this one? The Disneyland hearse. Uh, the old horse-drawn hearse that sits at the entrance of the Haunted Mansion yep. at Disneyland yep. was used to transport the body of Brigham Young to his funeral. Yep. I've heard that myth. That's an old myth. Yep. And that is not true because, number one, the two uh, hearses were made by completely different companies. One was black. One was white. And uh, I think the one that hauled Brigham Young was actually still here. Yeah. And so it's yeah. not outside the Haunted Mansion. Yeah. Um, one thing that I did learn, speaking of Utah, speaking of history, for those of you who like video games, mm. one thing I didn't realize is that one of the founders, or the founder of Chuck E. Cheese, now this is a weird connection, but I just saw it. Mm -hmm. The founder of Chuck E. Cheese used to work at Lagoon, Later on, quit Chuck E. Cheese and helped develop Atari. Hmm. Interesting. The early, early versions of Atari. And so, not only did he develop Chuck E. Cheese, actually create the franchise Chuck E. Cheese, but worked at Lagoon and developed Atari. Hmm. And so, Atari, as you know, then blew up into also, you know, all these other video game companies yeah. took what they were doing. And so... That's also a history here as well, that if it wasn't for that guy, number one, you wouldn't have Chuck E. Cheese, which is a shame. That's a, be a dang shame. man, that place is fantastic, <laughs> he said, dripping of sarcasm. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's a very subpar. Don't, don't go to Chuck E. Cheese. It's gross. <laughs> but... <laughs> I don't think anybody's going to Chuck E. Cheese and think, oh, I bet the food's real good. Oh, no, you go for the video games, if anything. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that. But that that's, mm. I'm actually shocked by that. And also, one of every 14 flash internet memory chips is developed in Lehigh. Really? Worldwide. Wow. One of every 14 comes out of Lehigh. Hmm. And speaking of movies, they filmed Footloose down in Lehigh. So those of you who are hey. Footloose and Kevin Bacon fans, hey. you can go down to Lehigh Roller Mills where he angry danced. <laughs> he did. <laughs> down there. Um, speaking of history and uh, amusement parks, uh, we here in the state uh, develop a lot of the roller coasters. Yes. All over. Uh, I don't know if it's just the U.S. or all over the world, but definitely in the U.S. Yeah. Like... Um, I was listening to uh, the Boy Meets World podcast, yeah, and they were talking about how they just recently went to Disneyland, California Adventure, and they went on Goofy, the Goofy's Flying School, yeah, and how terrified they were, yeah, and uh, they were talking about it, and they were like, well, "I think you know, I think that was like a copy of the same one they have at Knott's Berry Farm," and I'm like, "Nope, nope." That's a copy of the Jet Star here in Lagoon. Wild Mouse. Or Wild Mouse. Excuse me, Wild That's Mouse. That's right. That's right. That is an exact copy of the Wild Mouse. Yep. The same thing. It takes you around the top and swings you around mm -hmm. out the edge. And and 
Every dip is exactly the same. It is a carbon copy yep. of the wild mouse out of Utah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and what's funny is that I watched a uh, one of the one of the vloggers. I watched Disney vloggers. He actually called it a wild mouse style roller coaster. Did he? That's like, funny. That's hilarious because I'm not sure that he knows that that's exactly what it's called out here in Utah. Yeah. Is the wild mouse? So. Yep. Yeah, Goofy's Goofy's flight school is exactly the same as exactly. Wild that's yeah. funny. And if you think that one's terrifying in Disneyland, mm-hmm. come ride the Wild Mouse. Because mm-hmm. it's not as well maintained as Goofy's Flight School. <laughs> yeah. And so yeah. if you want to be terrified, come out here to Lagoon. It is rickety. <laughs> Which, by the way, that will be a future episode as well. Lagoon? Lagoon. Because yeah. we, yeah. we will then explain to you how terrifying <laughs> and why it is so terrifying. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and, and uh, they got on the topic of roller coasters, and, and Will Friedell ta- started talking about um, like old those old wooden roller coasters. Oh, yeah. And I was like, you know it's a good roller coaster? If the next morning you are urinating blood, <laughs> that's a good roller coaster. <laughs> that, I immediately thought of the white roller coaster at Lagoon. Like, and that's still one of the... sucker will bruise you. Oh, my you. gosh. And is still one of the oldest and most active wooden style roller coasters yeah. worldwide yeah actually so but yeah and uh it's also the cannibal our cannibal ride is a world record holder as one of the steepest roller coasters mm-hmm. worldwide only beat out by the exact same style of a ninja turtle roller coaster in new jersey really it's the exact same style except that kind of upside down drop yeah. that it does is a little steeper uh-huh. and the one in new jersey than it is in utah but other than that it's exactly the same yes yeah. so. i've been on cannibal yeah it's fun i have yet to ride that really yeah and now i have to ride that and then primordial when it opens whenever that's going to be when we go <laughs> and do our episode on it we need to ride like everything yes yeah yeah, swallow my pride and my stomach. Yep, to get on a couple of these rides. <laughs> let, let, I mean, me too. Let's both pop some Dramamine <laughs> and just hit it. I will say right now, for those of you who don't know, we have our own amusement park out here. It's not a theme park because there is really no theme to it, and it can barely be described as amusement park because it's not much of very yeah. amusing anymore. Yeah, <laughs> the older you get, the more you hate it. Yes, but um. There's roller coasters, uh, haunted houses, dark rides, midway games, that kind of thing. Yeah. And uh, it is so old. A lot of these rides are straight out of the early 1900s. Mm-hmm. One of the oldest operating carousels, merry-go-rounds, is there in Utah, if not the oldest worldwide. Right. It's still in operation. Is there at Lagoon. And... Uh, yeah, you go there, you're either going to get bruised or you're going to get sick. Yeah. Yep. That's just the way it is. Yep. It's going to spin you into oblivion or it's just going to cause you to puke because <laughs> that's yep. that's what it is. If you don't get sick from the rise, you're going to get sick from the food. Yeah. <laughs> just stay safe and eat at the Arby's in the corner. There you go. Because yep. <laughs> just avoid everything else. <laughs> Pizza, corn dogs, all that. Avoid yeah. it. <laughs> Lagoon was even mentioned in a Beach Boys song. It was. They love Lagoon. They yep. love Utah. Yep. So, not only that, Janis Joplin, 
Jimi Hendrix, Beach Boys, Rolling Stones, Doors, they were all out here. Yep. Different times. Anyway. So, yeah, I mean, Utah used to be a place where big name concerts could happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, anyway. But, anyway, that that's that's kind of what I want to go through. It's like, look, we may not have the, the nightlife for the New Yorks and the L.A.'s, but that's not why this state exists. Right. You know? Um, that's not where the entertainment comes from. And if you're coming here expecting something like a New York, then you just don't know what you're getting into. Yeah. It's like you must have been so sheltered that you mm-hmm. don't understand what it is out here. Yeah. You're going to be disappointed. Yeah. But again, if you're an avid skier, if you're an outdoors person, if you like natural parks, um, if you like, you know, the arches, you know, any of that. This is where you're going to come. Yes. This is where you're going to be. If you're a Sundance Film Festival, where do you think that is? I mean, it's it's all right here. Yeah. And so, you know, but yeah, get your prostitutes and drugs somewhere else because you're probably not going to find it here too easily. You'll find it. Oh, you'll find it. But yeah. <laughs> not as easily. They're not as, you know, prominent. Just had two hours to Wendover. That's right. That's right. Go over to Pahrump, Nevada. Yeah. Then you'll find it there. <laughs> Go over to uh, Dennis Hoff's cat house. Yes. That's right across the border. Yep. Over there. Yep. <laughs> Sorry, the bu- Moonlight Bunny Ranch. Go over there. Yes. So, <laughs> cat house was the HBO show. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Huh. And and again, <laughs> I mean, and that's another thing. If you are into that stuff, it's really not too far away. It's true. It's really not. That's true. And if you have connections and, you know, people, you can probably find it here, too. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I just really haven't gone looking for it. But I know, <laughs> I know people, I know people that if I wanted drugs, I can get it very easily. Oh, yeah. Because they are more than happy to tell me about it. And they have told me about it. Oh, and yeah. have offered it. It's funny that I had to be in my 40s before anybody started offering me drugs. But right now they have almost consistently. Yeah. Like, well, no, I'm well past what I'm assuming would be enjoyment from that at this point. But you know, growing up in school, you that you were told that you were gonna be offered drugs a lot as a child. (laughs) Never was. No, never. But now Yeah, now yeah. Now I'm getting it all the time. Yeah. Now I had somebody actually tell me no more than four or five months ago, hey, if you ever want whatever, (laughs) let me know. I'm like, huh. Thanks. Okay. Thanks, man. So <laughs> appreciate it. So yeah, we're not a sheltered little backward, you know, no. Pioneer town. No. That hasn't come out of the old west. I mean it's <laughs> <laughs> we have all the modern conveniences and amenities of yes. everywhere else. Yes. I can promise you that. Yes. And seagulls. And seagulls. <laughs> a lot of seagulls. That's our state bird, by the way. Sure is. Do you know the state flower? The I used to. Uh, sago lily. Sago li- lily. That's right. State it in- almost sounds like seagull. It does. What about the state insect? <sighs> we actually have one. Uh, is it the cricket? It is not. No. It's your favorite and mine. The, the honeybee. The honeybee. Oh, of course. Of course. <laughs> yeah. I know the blue spruce is our state tree. Blue spruce? Yep. Our state uh, animal, I think, is the mountain elk. 
mm. if I'm not mistaken. So you can do hunting. Yes. If you're a hunter and hunter. Did if I say that? If you're an hunter. If you're an hunter, <laughs> come out to do some hunting. <laughs> yeah. You can hunt buffalo. Man friend Brent got his buffalo right out here in Utah. Yes, he did. So he got all his critters out here in Utah and then stuffed them and put them in his small apartment. Sure did. That was an experience walking into that small apartment <laughs> and seeing a stuffed mountain lion <laughs> that he had that he had shot just there in the living room with its paw reaching out was yeah. something else. It is. Did, did he mount that buffalo head later? I swear he kept the head. He probably did. I'm sure he did. I'm sure he did. He probably made a headdress out of it nowadays. <laughs> walks around his house. He's got nothing else to do. <laughs> Might as well. <laughs> anyway, that's that was just kind of my rant on my ramble on Utah. I mean, I've enjoyed it. I enjoy it, and I don't think I'd want to live anywhere else. In all honesty, yeah, it's I just, fine. I'm happy where I am. So. Come to Utah. It's Fine. It's fine. <laughs> should be our state motto. It is. Do you mm. know our state motto? Industry. <laughs> With an exclamation point, yep. by the way. Because <laughs> you know Utah is a big industrial state. Oh, yeah. I mm. guess. That's what they claim. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Like us and, and, and the steel mills of Pittsburgh. It's like basically the same oh, thing. Oh, yeah. Twin, twin yep. cities. Yep. Man. <laughs> oh. oh, we do have Shakespearean Festival as well, by the way. Yeah. And I guess that's the thing. Yeah. A lot of people get their salt from here, too. Morton the- salt. A lot of it comes from here. Yeah. <laughs> Is it? Yep. Nice. I was not aware. Purina. Purina has a dog food factory here. Yes, it does. And it reeks. Yes, it does. And it's in Ogden. Yes, it is. <laughs> you get used to it after a while, but you do. You become nose blind to yeah. it. But after you've been away from it and it's in full production mode, yep. it can be shocking. Yep. The the smell. There are people that literally live right across the street from it. And I don't understand. How. I don't. I don't get it either. <laughs> how in the world? Oh man. But we also have a, a, a copper mine that's that's visible from space. Yeah, yeah. So I used to live right there next to that too. Yeah, you did. And that's neat, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a fan of big mines that you can see from space, sure. this is where. And who isn't? Who isn't? We have the fourth largest man-made smokestack in the world, right out there on your way to Magna. I've seen it. Yeah. So that's neat. Yeah. It's actually, I don't remember, it's taller than the stratosphere. Is it? Yeah. So that's, you know, if you're, if you're a fan of, of man-made of smokestacks. Man- smokestacks. Boy, we got a winner for you out here. <laughs> Come to Utah. It's fine. <laughs> and we have smokestacks. <laughs> oh. We have smokestacks and copper mines you can see from space. <laughs> Neat. Neat. <laughs> yeah, I, I would say it's an outdoorsy thing. I yes, mean, you come to is. Utah to do the outdoors. Yes. I mean, you don't come for the nightlife. You don't come for anything else. If you are looking for recreation, it's 
got to be the outdoors. Yeah. That's just the way it is. Yep. 100%. That's what we're out here for. So, all right. All right. Well, thanks for listening. If you did um, like the podcast, make sure to like it, subscribe to it, share it around. Leave us a comment. Leave us a rating. Yes, please. Go rate us up so the algorithm will recognize us. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Share us to other people. That's right. All right. Make sure then to tune in next week where you hear the brothers ramble about another topic. See you. See you.